I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Quibbles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Sorry about that. I have a little bit of ampersand ice cream in front of me right now, yeah. and it's officially all gone now. Not because I've been eating for a while, but I just I eat ice cream way too fast. <laughs> um, across from me, of course, is Preston. What's up, everyone? To my right, we have Mr. Josh Gillespie. Ooh, I messed that up. Wow. I'm st- he's wearing close. a shirt with his name on it, you and I still close. messed it up. Uh-huh. I think you Josh, said it right. Can you just say it for us, please? Uh, Josh Gillespie. Gillespie. Okay. That's the way. It flows pretty it. smoothly. Yeah. Um, before we dive into Josh and who he is and his morals and all that, um, we're going to go and just get into the quesadilla gorilla question of the episode. Let's do it. So, don't forget, mention us at any of their locations right now, and you'll get 10% off if you're a delicious quesadilla. Um, maybe that gives you room to purchase a drink, a beverage, carbonated water, if you're being plain like me. Yeah. Um, so we posted a question on our Instagram today and there were some opportunities for listeners to voice what they wanted to ask you. We selected that one separately, but there was one in there that stuck out to me that I wanted to utilize for this. Um, Mobamba or sicko mode. And I want the listeners to know that both of these guys read that comment and had no idea what that meant. I still don't know what it means. Yeah, so I actually, I I saw that question and I Googled it. And (laughs) after I Googled it, I still wasn't fully sure what it meant. Um, So what are my two options again? Mo Bamba Uh or Sicko Mode? I got to go with... Sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> I love the confidence. I hope that's that means I have to go with the other one then, that's right? Yeah, Mo, you, you can Mo Bamba. Can align with him. Yeah, I like how both of you guys when you say it, it's like a question and not a statement. <laughs> I'm not Mo confident Bamba. in what it is. I'm going with Mo, or, Ma, Mo Bamba. Okay, because it reminds me of uh, what's that that <laughs> hit, <laughs> that hit song? Uh, Mambo number five. <laughs> Louis Bega. Uh huh. <laughs> Shouts out to that guy. I love that Shout song. If you Louis. want, you can. If you want to. You could play one of those songs on your laptop right now, Ooh. and you could go off of that. I could. I don't know. You could just pick one. But um, I think Mo Bamba would be the one. Okay, that but would what's like. the big debate? Why those two? Um, they're just they're two songs that have come out recently, and um, I don't think it's it's an unnecessary debate. It's okay. just people people like to take sides on everything. <clears throat> Um, mainstream taking sides is, you know, politics, of course, yeah. religion, but the <laughs> underground stuff, you choose songs. Okay. Choose songs. So that's where it's at Who's, right there. Who is it? Different artists? That it's two different those? artists. Yeah. And both have multiple artists involved. So, oh, okay. I mean, I'm going to knock it around. into it, not because I just don't want to go off on that tangent, sure. but I just really don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, um, more than I'm I not do, even going to so. pretend that I know. Yeah. Okay, well, besides that question, um, <laughs> let's learn a little bit more about... Wait, we didn't ask you. What's oh, yeah. Your, your, what's I'm your saying Mo Bamba. Okay, oh, so I picked yeah. the right one? Yeah. So I picked the wrong it's one. It's kind of a little pump-up song. Okay. Yeah. I need to... As soon as this is over, I'm going to go listen to it. Are they, it. like, appropriate? Like, um, It's kind of like you have to listen closely to even understand it. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. D- typical rap. Well, then, yeah, then it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a little bit more about Josh. Um Josh, I met you about maybe a year ago now. Yeah, probably a year ago. And just hanging out with him, I was doing a Certus CrossFit with him, and I really didn't know much about you. Mm-hmm. And then, like over time, secretly found out, whoa, this guy is a really cool dude, and he's actually 
have has a really cool job. So um, you do so it's Gillespie Woodwork. So you work with wood yes. and you do a lot of amazing cool stuff with it. But like just like little hidden things that you see, but you don't realize that this guy's name should be plastered on it. So if you've ever been to Ampersand and you see their amazing big menu above there and it's all yeah. wood, this guy made that. Yeah. If you go to High Top Coffee, a lot of the woodwork, that's Josh. Yeah. What other places have you done? Um, man. So I did all the flight boards at Ampersand and the the menu board. Okay. Uh, I, I've done. Oh, s- I forgot about the flight boards. Yeah, the flight boards. Uh, I've done some stuff for review. Like there's a, it's like a nine foot by four foot table at the review in the back, and then also all their like bench seating and those little. Uh, We've sat in those benches before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Best bench I've ever sat in. Okay, I've, chill out. I don't I'm know if you guys have ever <laughs> have you ever had uh, pine and palm beer. Um, I have not yet, but I've heard amazing things. Yeah, and I've seen their, their yeah. Handles. So I did. I did their their tap handles. I did the tap handles for uh, full circle. Yeah, when when they reopened. Um, and I know that there's more, but I'm I'm probably forgetting it. It's kind of like how in Disney movies they have Easter eggs. The little hidden gems. It's feel like Fresno has a bunch of Josh Gillespie Easter yeah, eggs. Yeah, I I am. All over, kind of. I I, I even did stuff for yeah. yeah. I did stuff at five restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Before I mean that was before they they're they're remodeling right now because of fire. But yeah. uh, um, I mean I'm just gonna ask: Did any of your work catch on fire? I I don't know. Hmm. I didn't ask. <laughs> Got it. Plead the fifth. I get it. Yeah, I didn't ask. But. <laughs> yeah. So I've done quite a bit of stuff um, around the city, and then of course a lot of residential and you know in homes all over and so yeah it's been a lot of fun to to just get uh, my name out there and to uh to be a part of like such a cool city honestly because yeah. it is fun seeing like hey i did that that's pretty cool that's, yeah it's a lot of fun so what's the furthest you've had to do something like someone that reached out to you and wanted you to do work for them how far out have you traveled to deliver or actually go out and work on something so the farthest that I've actually traveled um, was Placentia, California. So it's it's pretty close to Anaheim. Okay. Um, and I'd actually like to talk about this job a little bit more because it was really big. So I'd like to talk about it later. Um, unless you want me to get into it now. But. Dude, you know what? You, you're taking the reins right now. So go for Let's it. Let's dive in. So <clears throat> let's dive in. I... Uh, this was in 2000, man, 16, possibly. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I, I was actually, I was, I was like a year into the business and my wife and I had talked about it and we decided, you know, if our savings account reaches a certain point, yeah. then I'm going to have to explore other options of employment uh, because, you know, we've got bills to pay and things like that so it got to a point where i had reached you know that that dollar amount and so i was like all right like i'm gonna go you know look for another job and so i ended up applying for a job i i i got offered another job um and before i accepted it i was like hey i'm actually gonna go home talk to my wife if that's okay um and i am gonna pray about this too because i had felt like um I'd started this business because it was like 
I'm a youth pastor as well, but at the time I wasn't getting paid to yeah. be a youth pastor. And so I wanted to be able to spend more time devoted to like my students, yeah. but I didn't really have that time. I was in banking before starting this business. So anyway, all that said, long story short, I got this job offer and um, that was going to like take away some of that time that I had freed up. But I was like, you know, it's a good job. It's going to pay well. But um, I got an email that same day from this brewery in Placentia, California. It's called The Brewery. So they specialize yeah. in um, like barrel-aged stuff and a mm-hmm. lot of sours. They're, they're a really big name. But um, they needed these gifts to uh, – they give like members of their beer club, yeah. their society members, right? So this guy emailed me. He was like, hey, we need some bottle openers made. Is that something that you'd be interested in doing? I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Like how many are you thinking? Because at that point, I had done you know just some small stuff around Fresno – um, and so I was like, yeah, like, you know, 50 bottle openers, a hundred. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so we need like 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I kind of ran some numbers and like looked at it logistically and was like, wow, this is a really, really, really big order. And so I was, I was like, you know, kind of nervous to send him a quote. And I was like, man, am I like asking too much? Like yeah. just thinking this is such a big and so I sent him a quote. He he emailed back like 10 minutes later. All right, sounds good. Like, we'll cut you a check and we'll get things going. Yeah. And so they sent me a check. And so with that money, um, that's when I bought my laser engraver. So, okay. Um, which was a, a really, that's been a really useful thing for me. Is that me. what you use for like the ampersand flight thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So so you can engrave with it or you can actually cut material with it. Um, and mine, it's, it's still, it's on the smaller scale. It was like $5,000. Where you know you can get them for one hundred and fifty thousand for a, a crazy one, but but mine does enough for me. So this job was just like so big and really propelled like my business. That's yeah. kind of what gave me confidence and it gave me buying power too. Because before I was just like a little guy, so I'd go and where I was buying material, I was paying like probably four times what I pay now, okay. just because I was buying from a, another little guy, right? But when I went in and said, hey, like. I need 2,000 feet of this certain type of wood. Yeah. I was able to go straight to the supplier and cut out that middleman. So now I'm getting like wholesale prices. And so without that job, like I wouldn't probably be where I'm at today. So that just like propelled me. But that too was confirmation like, okay. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at least for the moment. And so. the the brewery is that the one when you're like going down to L.A. on the five? They have like a I think there's one closer to L.A. Right, and it has like it's this I've old seen building that. and so, it literally says the brewery. So that's that's actually not it. So okay. this, brewery is, <laughs> this brewery is this brewery is B R U E R Y. Whereas I know I know the one you're talking about because it it's it's when you're on like that like the five. And yeah, it's like yeah, this yeah. Big old, like, Right, super old looking building. Yeah, yeah. No, so this is a little bit well, a lot different. It's a different company, but (laughs) yeah. So that was (laughs) that's what set you up. But but. yeah, so so that's what really propelled me into to who I am now and what I am now, like as a business. So that laser engraver, though, I remember because we played golf a couple times. Yeah, once I don't know. No, we played a few times. I think Um, past couple years. And you told me you can literally put a face on any piece of work with that laser engraver. Yeah, you? you can engrave photos and, and yeah. the dream right words there. and so because i've gotten pretty good at like designing things and and you know helping companies design certain like logos and stuff that i can engrave for them and 
what because okay also something for the listeners um josh had the same first job as preston and i what that wasn't your first job was it starbucks were you no, a starbucks guy it. i was a starbucks, a starbucks guy, though, guy. Yeah. and he probably got further than both of us actually because you ended up being at one point what was your position uh i got promoted to a shift lead in like seven months Bro, Wait, i was boy. a shift lead too oh so you were the only one that <laughs> dang it i'm out <laughs> get out of yeah. here barista Oh, geez, Just I'm kidding. Boring. I can't believe oh, yeah. it. Um, That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that you did woodworking, and I had no idea that it was like, I thought it was just a hobby. I didn't know it was ever going to be like a oh, business. Neither, yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's how it all starts. We I thought guess, this yeah. was going to be a hobby. Yeah, that's sure. true, too. Um, now you guys are rolling in it. Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. Right? All yeah. the sponsors. We had a... <laughs> Some celebrities wanted to come on, but Most we made people, time for you, though. Sure, I so. appreciate They, they yeah. line their homes with carpet. Preston only has money. <laughs> it's just on the floor. That's all it is. That's why we're not showing it on the camera right now. Um, I'm trying to... Who introduced you to, like, you know, being that, the craft, the art? And at what point do you realize... It's like, oh, yeah, here's some wood. I'm going to make some stuff out of it. Yeah. How many projects do you finish without cutting a finger off and you realize, oh, wait, I'm actually good at this? So that's that's kind of a silly thing, too. I actually, before I started this business, I had like little to no experience in woodworking. Uh, so kind of stupid, but I, you know, like I said, I wanted more time to devote to, to things I was passionate about in my ministry. And, and so I like started building tables like okay. on the weekend, but like via YouTube, right? I would YouTube's like log on, tool. look at, look at these guys doing stuff with like pocket hole jigs and like, you know, so I was working with Doug Fur, and and um, it was really, really elementary, really basic. And I was selling these tables for like five hundred dollars. Yeah. It cost me like probably two hundred dollars in materials, and I'd spend like two Saturdays making it, and I'd sell it for like five hundred bucks on Craigslist. And I thought I was big time. <laughs> uh, and so I like talked to my wife, and and her name is Tessa, and I was like, Hey, Tessa, this is like. I'm kind of selling a lot of stuff and I can't really like keep up. What do you say? I'm not making that great of money anyway. <laughs> what do you say that I just like try and start this business with no experience, no business plan, no shop, nothing? Yeah. What do you say I do it? Cause I kind of feel like maybe God's like pushing me in that direction. And she said, okay, I trust you. Let's do it. And so we did. It was it was really quick. And so I put in my two weeks notice. And next thing I know, I'm I'm building stuff in my shop. And and it it's taken me a really long time to get to where like the skill level I'm at now. Do you, do you remember that first day like not having to go to like Starbucks or whatever job you were at and just okay, now I'm just making it on my own? Like, yeah. Like, not having to report anywhere. Yeah. No, it was a really cool feeling um, because, yeah, I remember, so I had to, my last day, so I was working for a bank. My last day, I had to work like a half-day Saturday shift. And I was yeah. like, seriously, my last day is going to be a Saturday. <laughs> seriously. And so, um, yeah, I got home, and I actually, I made a sale that day. Someone was coming to pick up a table that I had just finished. Um, and we got out of work late that day. So they were waiting for me like at my house, but yeah, I got home and I like gave them that table and I was like, this is really cool. And then Monday morning came around and it was, yeah, it was a weird thing. Like I didn't have to report to anybody and I had to like be self-motivated and 
like try and start a business. Yeah. Do you have any employees right now? Um, I have some subcontractors that I use. So, okay. so if, if, yeah, things get too overwhelming, I have some guys that I can pay in the short term, but I don't have anybody that I'm like given a weekly or gotcha. bi-weekly paycheck. Is it like at your shop? Is it just out of your garage or you officially graduated to your own place? So I graduated to my own place. Oh, congrats, nice. bro. Yeah. So, so about a year in, it was, it was like tight quarters in there. Um, and about a year in, a really, really good family friend of mine, um, so my best friend in high school, um, his in-laws, mm-hmm. um, they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we have this shop on our property. Um, we're not using it. Would you want to come take a look at it? And I said, yeah, like that'd be awesome. And so I went out there and you know, I looked at it. It the space was definitely bigger than my garage. And, and I was like, yeah, this is great. Like how much would you guys want to charge me? And they're like, no, like you can just, you can use it. It's yours. Like make it your own, you know, do your thing in there. And so that was a huge blessing. So I've actually been there ever since. Oh, um, dang. So I don't, I don't pay for a shop space, but I do have a shop that I go to daily. And it was really hard for me working at home. It got to a point where it was like conflicting, like, cause there were like, there'd be a sink full of dishes but then I'd have like stuff to do in the garage yeah. and make tables. And so it got to a point where it wasn't the best situation because motivation started going down yeah. and projects started getting bigger. I wasn't quite fitting. So it was just like really good timing that, that, so I've been in the shop now for, I, know, I guess like a little over two years, maybe work life balance exists in all kinds of jobs then, huh? Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Even when you try and bring it home, yeah. Absolutely. Like the dreams to work from home and then you still have to you find still have to take place it to out somewhere else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing like even now, you know, and and I'm a little bit better at it just because I have more projects coming in, but initially like if someone was reaching out to me via email or via I was like, "Oh, like sorry, you know, 11 o'clock at night doesn't matter. Like I got to like get back to them, even if I was like hanging out with my wife, or uh, I was thinking like, "Oh, this is really important." And so, yeah, I mean, work life balance is well. I mean, then still got to find it. Reaching over to that, how do you mentally barricade it to where? Because obviously, it's an email that you probably have on your phone, or oh, yeah. um, I mean, ways to check the website or anything like that. To where I have an issue where if I see a text message, or I see an email, I have to respond to it right then and there or leave it as unread. Otherwise I'm going to completely forget about it. Right. How do you balance to where you're not going to interrupt whatever family time that you're having? Right. Um, or if you're out and about, you see it and make it so you are still going to give it the attention it needs, but also not neglect the moment that you're in. Right. So I've gotten, a, when I first started, I actually, I was really good at just remembering. Um, I think because it was so like new and exciting yeah. And so everything was like, oh, yeah, like this person, you know, I'd remember their names. I'd remember like their, you know, I'd remember everything about him. Now it's a little different because I, I do have a broader like range of, range of clients and, and, you know, I'm getting requests for projects. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really interested in that, you yeah. know. And so now if I get a ding or if I get something, I will forget. And so what I do is I just set reminders on my phone for like the next work day to, to reach out to that person. So if gotcha. let's say it's Friday night, I'll say, Hey, you know, Siri set me a reminder for Monday morning to contact so-and-so. And that's really effective for me just because it's right there. My, I'm always looking at my phone, unfortunately, like, you know, but it's just how it's, yeah, yeah. We it's live just now. how it is. But 
so my phone's always there, and so I just have my reminders. I can kind of go through and see like who I need to connect with. So, do you find yourself? Do you have any regulars right now that are consistently I, asking for you? Yeah, I do. Um, in fact, Jeff Bennett with Ampersand, he and Amelia have been um, probably my most loyal customers. Uh, I've done I've done a lot of stuff for them, and they just are like continually coming back. And I'm doing all the pretty much everything I did at. at the other location I'm doing for their new location. So I'm doing a cool. menu board, flight boards. I did like all the front paneling, a big like 18 foot bench there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm they're They're pretty consistent. And then I do have some residential customers that um, I've, I've done quite a bit of stuff for them. I've, yeah. Also, just before we forget, for those of you who don't know, if you're not watching the video, we have some two beautiful pint size, uh, Ampersand ice cream. Yeah, my cup's like empty. Already. Um, and the reason I bring that up is one because obviously Josh has his ties with them. But two, for those of you who don't know, and Josh kind of dropped it too. There's a second location coming, so Yee-yee. no exact date out there yet. But obviously that builds Soon. the hype. For all we know, it could be tomorrow. And with that, that means no. you got to be glued to your phones, just like we're talking about. Be glued to your phones, <laughs> um, and you'll find out when that comes out. But it will be herned into marks. Yep. Yeah. So. And I, I need you guys corner. to know, I don't know if you see my eyes wandering at all, but I keep staring at this ice cream because I want to reach over and continue to eat it. But <laughs> like my body is telling me no. Nuts in my teeth and stuff, and I'm like trying to like <laughs> talk, but yeah. not spit them everywhere. It was intentional. We're trying to get you through some hard times and yeah. see how you prevail. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward, well, actually, no, I'm actually one last thing. I didn't know you had any. You didn't have any training in this. Yeah, yeah. You just like, figured it all out. I, yeah. I thought like you went to some sort of school with it. And or, I like, just, no. it was something you were doing in high school, and like you went to some classes on weekends. But this is all self-taught. Yeah. So for everybody out there with a dream and no skill, I just want to say, don't do it. Uh, it's <laughs> and if you do, so, go to YouTube. I, Dude, I have YouTube had some tough life lessons for sure. Taking on projects. Um, I mean, now I'm at a place where I don't think that, that really anything would come my way that, that I couldn't tackle. Um, but in the past, there have been times like, yeah, I could do that. Or, or I'd bid something and I'd like lose money on it, right? Because there was way more involved in it than I was anticipating with materials or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have any type of training, which was really silly. But like I said, I, I felt like this was something that God was pushing me towards, and I believe for that reason, and that reason alone, it's worked out, and it's it's been okay. So I feel like YouTube needs to come out with some sort of degree system, oh. because the amount of people <laughs> that have university? learned, yeah, exactly, university. like a YouTube university yeah, with like YouTube a dean and that's Google, man. That's I'm true. Sure it's in the works already. You you know it is. It is. There's it's not. So let's take it to just out there right now. That's being developed. Like think about how Star Wars land is going to open in the spring. I guarantee, like. Ten years ago, the plans were happening about that. We had no oh, idea, yeah. and it just—I just wish I was on the end on one of these future things. YouTube University. Well, right. They didn't it. own Star Wars though ten years ago. Did so. they? <laughs> okay. Are you trying to, are you trying to tell me you believe that Walt is dead too? <laughs> He's behind the scenes doing work to this day. Walter White. Oh, another one. Anyway, oh gosh. Uh, so moving forward, you got something kind of cool on the horizon that we kind of want to give people a preview yeah. on. Yeah, totally. but I'll let you just intro into it, and I mean, do it from the beginning. Let us know how this kind of started. Just I don't. I did, I want to like even do a little specific lead in myself, but I'm just gonna let you. We don't want to give away any of the clues. Sure, it's like top secret. <laughs> yeah, big it time. is. It is top secret. You guys are getting like the first exclusive look, actually. Um, so. In like, uh, when was it? September 2017, 
I feel like like my stories are really long and they go way back, but it's just I don't know. It's a process. <laughs> we got so, time. We got that's time. Not even, I thought it's not even long though. <laughs> like you said, when we asked you the first question and you were like, "Oh, it was 2000 I'm thinking you were gonna say six, right? And I know. you go sixteen, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, well, for me, it feels like an eternity sometimes. So in 2017, I was actually delivering some stuff to review. Um, And a friend of mine was there working on, I don't know, he was just working out of that coffee shop. And so I was talking to him and he's like, oh man, like, that's right. You do woodworking. That's really cool. And uh, he, he... he brought up to me the fact that he had the opportunity to possibly be the host of a home renovation show. Okay. And I was like, no way. That's really cool. And it was like a one in a million chance. He's like, it's probably not going to happen, but there's potential. And I said, okay, awesome. He's like, would you want to be a part of that if that happens? And I said, heck yeah. Like, (laughs) let me know. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Mm -hmm. And so he's like, cool, yeah, I'll let you know. I'm supposed to find out like in a couple weeks. I'm like, okay, sounds good. A couple weeks went by, I didn't hear anything. Like a couple months went by. This was like September, October, nothing. I'm like, all right, like yeah. it must not have happened. So I get a phone call in like late November. He's like, hey, man, just so you know, like we, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we got a show. Like we got a pilot <laughs> episode um, on, this, on this network. And I said, no way, that's crazy. He's like, yeah. He's, but he said, I don't know if we're going to be able to use you yet. I don't know if that's like an angle that we're going. But if we can, I'll keep you posted. Like I, I'm talking with the producers and, and whatnot. I said, okay, awesome. And so I was all excited. I called my wife and, and you know, we were like hopeful, but not too hopeful because you know, he didn't like owe me anything to, to where you know, he wanted me a part of the show, but I just wasn't sure if it was going to happen. And so... Uh, like a month goes by again, didn't hear anything. Another month, I'm like, all right, like, cool. Like, that would have been fun, but, you know, whatever. And because he told me they were going to be filming like two weeks from that point. So I texted him like two months later. It's like, hey, man, like, how'd the filming go? Expecting them yeah. to be done. He's like, oh, yeah, we haven't started yet. I'm like, dang. So they were just, they were taking a long time for, for whatever reason. There were, there were a lot of show barriers and yeah, obstacles. Dude. Yeah, man. Celebrities, man. man. Uh huh. Hollywood. So, yeah. And so, uh, after that, I don't know, he called me like a couple weeks after that. It was like, hey, guess what? Like, we're filming and they do want you to be a part of it. Can you come um, to the house, to the site? And, and you know, basically, you know, I don't want to give like everything away that I did, but build a couple pieces and, you know, we'll, we'll film it. So, um, yeah, so we just discovered that that they for sure are going to be airing this episode i i can't say um the network or channel yet and we don't know the the um day of the show a lot of trust involved but, all right be on the lookout uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure if you live you know it's going to be a big deal i think for fresno so if you live in fresno or clovis or the surrounding areas i'm pretty sure you won't miss it i i think it's going to be in a lot of different places but uh it was here yeah. On I Love You Man first. So hey, I love that. Yeah. Big news. So we recently Breaking. we recently finished filming. Um what was that like just having this big old camera in front of your face? Like was it it seems like it was your first time doing something like that? Yeah, it was uh it was weird. Were you nervous? I wa- I wasn't nervous. I was excited. 
Um, be honest, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, the shirt thing, the shirt story is pretty funny. Oh, yeah, you told us a shirt story before. Yeah. So, so basically, I showed up wearing this shirt. It's a Gillespie Woodworks uh, T-shirt with a big giant logo on the front, and. I got on camera. I was all excited. They're like, all right, ready. They're like about to say action and click the little clicky thingy. I was like, all right, like this is my big debut. <laughs> and the producer goes, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, no, you can't wear that shirt. And I was like, what? So long story short, he was like telling me to turn my shirt inside out. And I'm like, no way. Like I'm going to look like an idiot on, <laughs> on TV. And so I had to switch shirts with the cameraman. Uh, thankfully, he was young and slender like myself so mm-hmm. it fit me but uh yeah so that was kind of unfortunate but that's all right uh does tess know about you and this cameraman now you've <laughs> <laughs> been seeing each other uh just, i mean while we're on here just share the whole thing dude it, yeah. it's long distance so it's, not, <laughs> it's not serious but uh i wasn't nervous i don't think but it was strange because basically i don't want to like you know give everything away and all yeah. behind the scenes but like it, it is it's real right it's it is reality television and and everything that that we filmed and talked about and did it was all real and like all the woodworking i actually did that so you weren't reading anything off a page really? no and that's i almost would have preferred that i think yeah because i didn't know like who they wanted me to like try and portray yeah and so i was like just being myself you needed but, a background story. But, but just right <laughs> i was just being like kind of like an excited version of myself i guess a little bit <laughs> I was smiling a little bit more and, uh, you know, maybe talking a little bit louder. Um, but yeah, I, I almost wish there was like a script and yeah, it, cause they didn't really give direction. They'd be like, all right, like ready action. And like, we do our scene, right, cut this wood. Yeah. We, oh, and that's, the, I wasn't even wood. It was just like, like talking. You got gotcha. I was just talking. And so they'd be like, we'd finish that scene and it'd be like, we'd film for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And they're probably going to use like 20 seconds of that. Oh, <laughs> and then after we'd film it, they'd be like, all right, like, let's do it again, you know? And so we would just refilm the same exact cut thing. the same piece the same of like wood over and over. And so I had to, like, I don't know. Is it the same, like, strange. conversation? Yeah, the same conversation, okay. trying to match, like, the energy level, but feeling awkward. I don't know. Because, like, yeah, we just talked about well, Yeah. I mean, the whole background story thing, I just picture you asking him, like, so, like, where did I grow up? Um, <laughs> like, were my parents together? Like, did they right. love me? What's going on? <laughs> Like you're just trying to get this feel for your character, and you're like, "It's just you, Josh." No, no, no. What's my character? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and yeah, it was it was a strange thing, and that's how that's kind of how it felt. Like I I wanted like context, like who? Yeah, like I'm me in your film, but who do you want me to be? Like <laughs> like how am I going to get famous? Right? That's why. Well, yeah, like give you a nickname or something like that. Like if you're the, you're like the go to guy, the go to woodworking guy, or what? Yeah, I'm I'm Josh. They oh, just they oh, they didn't give you a different name. Josh oh, Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was something like that. <laughs> but that's uh, so random. <laughs> that's the first name that came to mind. Um, but to still talking about the show. Do you think this is something that's gonna like it could potentially change the image of like a Fresno Clovis area of like if like a show like this catches wind? Um, you know, I feel like. Fresno deserves something cool like this, so right. I mean, I think Fresno, like, I mean, I love it here, right? I was born and raised in Clovis, and and just being in Fresno, I'm I'm I enjoy it. Yeah, and I think that we have a lot more going on than people realize. Like, I think if if 
you say there's nothing going on here, then then you're like you don't get out enough. Yeah. You know, there's there's definitely things to do and places to go and cool things to see. So as far as this show, I think that that it might just give people outside of Fresno maybe a, a better understanding of what's going on here because it's I was I was actually talking to Jeff this afternoon with with Ampersand and we were just kind of talking about Fresno and like it it is what you make it yeah right and and you know we have cool things like a podcast and like you the fact that you guys are able to pull from so many small businesses and local business owners and and so much happening downtown and even like the north side of town there's there's cool stuff going on over there so so I think that I think that it has the potential. I don't know that you know if it will or not, but it has the potential to just shine us in a better light yeah. than we're currently being displayed. So, what a great way to put it. It'll be on their national TV and not for cops. Cuz that's <laughs> the only time I've ever seen Fresno like on national oh, yeah, TV. Totally. Like uh-huh. on a show. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I think there was that one guy where um there was a homeless dude that stopped. Uh, no, dude, it's the hitchhiker. Yeah, uh, you remember him, right? Oh, the, the, the I love that video. Thing? Yeah, uh, that, that made national. Yeah, Ty. Yeah, Kai. exactly. Kai. Kai, my bad. Um, so smash, yeah, that'll be cool. Smash, smash. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I'm just thinking about the video. I now. love but that video. But it's nice. It's going to be something positive. It's like, oh, they're not just homeless people and cops episodes here. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was <laughs> still thinking about smash, smash. I, yeah, I don't like know. Probably go up north, you. man. Catch some yeah. Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah. Give me holler. Um, uh, so I've seen that video way too many yeah. times. Something I thought of earlier, but I know if I don't ask it, I'm going to forget it. Have you ever had like an injury, a noteworthy injury in the shop? Yeah. So the end of last year was the first time that that I I had to take a trip to the doctor. Um, and I actually, so because I'm self-employed, I, I don't have health insurance. Yeah. Oh, I didn't struggle. Yeah. So, um, so that was, that was a bad day. I was, I was working on, uh, I was actually working on some tap handles for Pine and Palm and I was using a tool called a router. If any of our yeah, listeners Wi-Fi. know what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Quicker than me. Yeah. You guys sell Dang those at, at your work, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I was using a tool called a router and, and it, kicked off my work piece and it filleted my thumb so if you, i don't know if like oh so it looks more like a burn than anything yeah so the reason it like looks oh, like yeah. that is because it took all of my tissue oh my um so there was nothing salvageable it just like filleted it off and it also got the front side of my thumb too and so there was nothing they could stitch right and and the doctor said that it, you know, they didn't need to do a skin graft or anything because it was a smaller, but it just, it took all the tissue, right? So, so basically all that exists now is scar tissue. It, rather than growing from the bottom up, it just grew from the side over. So it's Jeez. just, scar- but I'm really thankful because I have all my feeling. You can still, I didn't lose any mobility. Yeah. I didn't. So it, you know, it took me out for a couple weeks. Did you um, cry? Uh, I didn't cry when it happened. I did cry. Um, so my wife came and picked me up because I was like kind of in shock. So I did cry when she got there just because... It probably took a while to sink in. Yeah, I was like... And honestly, I felt really dumb. I was like, great. Like, I don't have insurance. I made this really stupid mistake. Like, I shouldn't have... You know, I was just... I don't know if I wasn't paying close enough attention or whatever it was. And we're going to have to pay, you know, 
five hundred bucks to get this taken care of, and I, so I just was like bummed out and felt dumb, felt silly. And so yeah, I did. I did cry. If we're getting vulnerable, on you know, that. I appreciate that. Yeah. You could have lied. You could have been like, no, I punched a wall, yeah, and then rebuilt. Well, that I wall. did. I did punch a wall. Oh really? Well, I, no, I think I threw something. I was mad because when it first happened, I was like, are you kidding me? Like I've gone this long without injuring myself. I think myself. that's what it turns into when you get older. Like if you ever just like hurt, like get hurt in any way, you're more mad that it happened. Mad at yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought I was untouchable. Yeah, and yeah, like I fell off on my bike the other day, and that's exactly what happened. Like right. I just fell down. I'm laying there, like this is stupid. Like yeah. I, should, I know how to ride a bike. Yeah, I, I crashed <laughs> my bike once. But yeah, so I was I was mad, and honestly, the first thought, which this is silly too, the first thought that came to my head was like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to do CrossFit for like a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. So. <laughs> Priorities really come out. Yeah. You thought about CrossFit, like, oh, no, I hope, like, you know, I can hold hands with my wife. <laughs> She's really grueling. Like, oh, how am I going to weightlift? <laughs> I know. Did we ever answer um, the question from our comments earlier? Uh, I don't think we did, no. Yeah, so on our Instagram, um, earlier today, actually, we asked you guys, um, if you had one question for Josh, what would it be? And you guys gave us your comments. And um, I believe the one that we came up with was, what's the the biggest project that you've worked on and was that I don't know if you already answered that already so I guess biggest in like yeah in like a physical sense or maybe like I know you said you made the 5,000 right the bottle openers but. yeah I mean I could I could touch on an, another project that was definitely um I think that was my like biggest project were the the bottle openers quantity wise yeah, yeah quantity and just you know I was going to LA like once a week for you know and and like getting checks and dropping off product and they were giving me like a bunch of like really high-end beers to try you know so it was like yeah. a really cool it was just it, it was like a took up probably four months of my time yeah um so i'd say that was like probably the biggest but locally uh i think high top was okay. was the biggest because i did a lot of wood in there i did all their tables i did their countertop i did their that giant bench mm-hmm. um i i I did almost everything. They, they did on their own. They did like one or two surfaces in there. But other than that, um, I did the majority of it. So that that was time consuming. Um, it looks amazing, by the way, though. Uh, thank it you. It looks clean. Thank you. Yeah, they, they just were going for like more of a modern, yeah, really clean look. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But. Also, that question was asked by Cody Johnson, 28. So I had to give that guy his little moment. So Thanks. he may or may Thanks. not be my brother. Thanks, Cody Johnson. <laughs> oh, so this is Rick now. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe this. It was a good question. <laughs> it's one of our only listeners in Bakersfield, California. So hey, represent. There you go. Represent. Um, we didn't uh, shout out your Instagram. And do you have a website? You know what? Um, I, I had a website, but I actually took that down. Um, we don't need technology. Good the point. reason, well, so I took it down when I when this whole TV show thing started, just because let's say that, that I do get some national recognition. I, my plan was to have it rebuilt and, and get it um, a little more streamlined and, and more operational than it was. Cause it was, it was fine. It was decent, but it wasn't like great by any means. And so I currently don't have a website, Okay, um, but I still own that domain. But uh, yeah, my Instagram is, Gillespie Woodworks, G I L L I S P I E Woodworks. Yeah, I, cool. I could have chosen a better business name too, but 
that's kind of a it's vulnerable unique. thing too. I don't. Did you guys have a hard time like picking the name of your Dude, podcast? I, um, no, my girlfriend Kelsey actually. Wait, was it Kelsey yeah, or it was, was it Luca? Okay, so it was oh, Kelsey yeah. that came up with that. Yeah, and she uh, one day I, me and uh, so Kelsey worked together. And we were talking about the podcast, and she's like, "Why don't you just call it this?" And I'm like, "Life old." <laughs> and I mean, it sounds aggressive, but it's it's just it's her delivery. She's straight to the point. Sure. <laughs> no, it's hard to find real people like that. Just to tell you how it is, and yeah. it was great. And, uh, and you got to take advantage as soon of as she said it. I couldn't. I even tried other names, but this is the one that stuck. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely it's a hard because even before that, we were going back and forth. Like I don't yeah. know what to call this thing, and right. Um, so I mean, my name isn't the easiest to spell nor pronounce, but. uh I mean, it, it it is. It's not that challenging, but for some reason, I feel like a lot of people are going to know it, though. People here in the tend next few to. Months. I have a feeling, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. That's that's <laughs> the that's the hoax. So, uh, so yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for hanging out with us and yeah, telling my, us your story. My pleasure. Just remember us when this hits big. Yeah. So whenever you see his face on all yeah, the magazines, hey, you guys and, heard uh, it first. <laughs> and you're on that bleep channel network. Yeah, the bleep <laughs> network. Um, you guys have all seen this network, and I'm sure you guys will figure it out very quickly. It's Cartoon Network. It's Cartoon They're going to animate Josh. It's pretty sick. Dude, I wish. <laughs> the first cartoon home renovation show. Oh, dang. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Um, for you guys listening right now, um, if you haven't yet, go ahead, subscribe, um, and also leave us a review. Like I say, just leave five stars, and that's it. If you don't like us, don't leave any reviews. <laughs> I mean, I think it's broken anyway, so if you wanted to do four yeah. or below, it wouldn't let you. Yeah, so, so it only try. lets you do five. It's weird. But um, don't forget <laughs> to do that. Um, we do have our website up, the IOY man podcast <laughs> sorry i had to think about that for a sec ilymanpodcast.com you can get some of our merch on there um you can also find the episodes on there and uh, anything else you want to know if you want to contact us uh ask us what our favorite kind of coffee is we'll let you know but that's but, it but yeah and other than that um thank you guys for listening we'll catch you guys next week and last but not least just love one another be nice to each other we'll see you later <laughs>